Welcome to Manifest the Big Stuff, a reminder and a tune-up for intentional manifestors who, like me, are manifesting important parts of their reality more in line with their desires. Today's episode is all about a powerful, intentional manifesting ally, accountability, and a manifesting technique I created to take full advantage of it. Today, as I've been doing since I started using my belief raising process again to manifest my next book, I'm going to update you on what my reality is like from my most recent emotional perspective. I'm also going to discuss manifesting your desires with your mind alone and what to do when that proves not effective enough. And you certainly won't want to miss it when I reveal exactly how to use accountability as high-octane manifesting juice with a technique I call Create a Positive Checkmate. I'm Greg Kuhn, the Law of Attraction Science Guy, author of the life-changing Why Quantum Physicists book series, and your host. Intentionally creating accountability can be a little unnerving, but I've found it's a practice worth the effort. I'm excited to tell you all about how I use it, so let's get this episode underway. Today's episode is about manifesting with your mind and what to do when that doesn't work. What to do when manifesting with your mind alone isn't enough to create your desired version of reality. You can manifest some desires solely with your mind. The dictionary definition of manifesting, after all, is making something apparent to your eyes or your understanding. Thus, you can certainly manifest a desire through your understanding of it, by thinking about it differently, by tinkering with its meaning and value. Making something apparent to your understanding often soon makes a desire apparent to your eyes as well. Sometimes you don't have to do a lot of work to also make it apparent to your eyes. Sometimes you don't have to take much action. And if you can manifest a desire that way, you should. Why not? Save your physical energy. You're manifesting manual labor, so to speak, for other manifestations that might require it more. You've most likely manifested many desires this way, with your mind alone. Manifesting a rain shower, a hummingbird, or an old friend making contact with you. Manifesting a parking spot, or your favorite brand of cookies being on sale, or a green light. You don't need to roll up your sleeves and get to work to manifest desires like that. In fact, one thing desires like that usually all have in common is that you couldn't make those things happen. Even if you wanted to pour sweat equity into them, 
There's really no mechanism to do that. They pretty much have to be manifest with your mind. The definition of intentional manifesting, however, is quite different than the definition of manifesting that I gave a moment ago. Intentional manifesting is done by making something apparent to your eyes and your understanding. I've long advocated leading with understanding when you're manifesting a more desirable version of reality. That's what intentional manifesting does for you, and certainly what my belief-raising process does as well. Because understanding your reality differently almost always leads to seeing it differently, but it doesn't always work going in the other direction. If you're able to see your desired version of reality after understanding it differently, celebrate that. It means you don't need to roll up your sleeves here. Your beliefs are strongly aligned with your desires in this area of your life. So much so that making it apparent to your eyes is relatively effortless. But when that doesn't happen, and it often won't, So, don't be surprised. You're not doing anything wrong. It's simply time to remember that you're the actor in this play. And it's time for you to act. Don't fret when this happens. Because intentional manifesting has you covered. On August 15th, with the episode called immediately improve your reality deliberately, I began sharing about my current use of my unique belief-raising process. I started sharing it with you in real time, and I've continued. I have shared about my current journey up my emotional reference chart each week as I work my belief-raising process to manifest my next book. Each week, if you're following along, I share what my desire to manifest my next book looks like from the new emotional perspective I'm on when making that episode. I love taking you with me on this journey because I'm so incredibly confident in my belief-raising process. And because... I so much want you to use it as well to manifest desires that have been too painfully absent for too long. And because if I can't manifest the big stuff for real, then how can I help you do it? Sharing openly and honestly about my desires and what I'm doing to manifest them, putting up or shutting up, so to speak, may be just what you need to hear to try this way of life. So, with avuncular love, I want to, in fact, I need to, manifest my desires publicly, with you and for you. When I get to the top of my emotional reference chart this time, 
which is the emotional perspective of love and ecstasy, you'll have journeyed with me every step of the way, on my way, to manifesting my next book. In my way of thinking, we'll have manifest my new book together because of how important it has become for me to share the process with you, to hold myself accountable to you, and to make myself publicly accountable to anyone and everyone listening, to put my belief-raising process on the line, for you to see whether or not it really works. Spoiler alert, it does. And I say all that well before my book is written, well before I'm at the top of my emotional reference chart. And you'll know that too, soon enough. The proof will be in the pudding. Let me say one thing about my belief-raising process right now. Being at the top of my emotional reference chart won't manifest my new book for me. That won't automatically, magically make my new book appear. No, I still get to write it. And, of course, if I didn't write it, there would be no book. Not for me, at least. But being at the top of my emotional reference chart will allow me to see and understand my new book in ways I couldn't from earlier, previous emotional perspectives. It will allow me to see and understand opportunities that I couldn't see and understand before. And I'll be inspired in new ways from that emotional perspective. At the end of the day, aligning myself vibrationally with my desires is like setting the stage for a play that I'm choosing to act out. Setting that stage exactly how I want it and need it to best perform the play that I selected. Recently, I thought about this approach from a business perspective. I thought about my book being manifest publicly like this, and I had to chuckle. I imagined a very pragmatic business manager saying to me, But Greg, what happens if you fail? Well, you will know immediately if that happens, because I won't be able to hide failure here. Not at all. Either there's a book or not. And either it's a valuable, helpful book or it's not. I can't fake that. You'll see it. Why would I take this chance? This chance with my career? Why would you care about anything the Law of Attraction science guy says about intentional manifesting from here on out? If I can't manifest my desires, I could and should lose all credibility with you if I can't use my belief-raising process to manifest my next book. This level of accountability is 100% self-created, and intentionally so. I didn't have to tell anyone I was writing my next book, let alone let you in on my working my belief-raising process to get there. 
but there is a reason I do this. I call self-created accountability creating a positive checkmate. And it is a very valuable technique for intentionally manifesting a more desirable version of reality. In chess, checkmate occurs when one of the player's king can't escape capture. The king has nowhere to go, no option but to quit fighting and surrender. My willingness to be accountable reflects my confidence in my belief-raising process. My experiences of using my belief-raising process to successfully manifest my desired version of reality lead me to bet the house, so to speak, by making my desires known publicly. I want you to be able to see with your own eyes if my belief-raising process works. I'm not worried about that. That's actually a feature of accountability. The most important reason I make such a big desire of mine completely public is that I know my belief-raising process will work. And by doing it publicly for you to see, hopefully, I'll encourage you to use it too. Putting yourself in a positive checkmate like this means you have nowhere to hide. In a good way, though, because this desire is so important to you, you don't want to be able to disappear if or when the seas get a little rough and your success suddenly doesn't look so assured. When you have to ask even more of yourself in order to manifest your desired reality. When you have to make yourself uncomfortable by doing new things, meeting new people, and going places you've never been before. When you have to disrupt the status quo so much that you're way out of your comfort zone, it's good not to be able to give up and slink away. Because in my experience, even amid those unsettling circumstances, which you will inevitably encounter while manifesting the big stuff, as long as you stay the course and continue to intentionally manifest, as long as you give your best effort and are persistent and patient, you will not fail. And creating a positive checkmate gives you virtually no alternative but to do your best. So you also need to ensure that The tools you're using to help you deliver and manifest your desire are capable, which is all the more reason to double down on intentional manifesting, to disrupt the status quo by using methods and techniques rooted in science in general and quantum physics in particular to manifest your reality more in line with your true desires for it. And now, my current use of my belief-raising process as I work my way up my emotional reference chart again to manifest my desire for my next book. I'm currently at the emotional perspective of ease and power on my emotional reference chart. 
the most prominently positive emotions I've encountered yet. And, as an aside, don't be surprised when you use my belief-raising process if the more positive emotional perspectives sometimes prove more challenging to manifest from. Even though it's motivating and inspiring to look at the top of my emotional reference chart and see those very positive emotions and then imagine yourself manifesting from that perspective, manifesting your desired reality from those states when you get there may cause you to create some self-induced pressure to go, to produce big time, since you're going to be manifesting so close to full alignment with your desires. But don't worry. Simply write with an open mind, as you've been doing, and let the new emotional perspective reveal opportunities and inspiration to you in accord with what you're discovering from your writing. With my current perspective, I learned that ease is defined as the state of being comfortable, freedom from labor or difficulty, relief from discomfort or obligation. And power is defined as the ability to act or produce an effect, legal or official authority capacity, or right, and possession of control, authority, or influence over others. Let's start with power. Here's what I see today from this emotional perspective, naturally and spontaneously. I do have power. I have authority to speak about manifesting your reality differently. And where does my power and authority come from? Quite simply, my authority is the result of me sharing the truth with you. What I share with you is 100% my truth. In fact, what I share is the truth for me. And my authority to influence also comes from this fact. You can rightfully rest assured that what I share is always a truth, my truth, for you to consider. You can, in fact, always safely consider what I share as a truth to try out for yourself. You're not going to discover that I've led you down a primrose path. I'm not lulling you with cliches or patronizing you with conventional wisdom. What you hear here, what you learn here, has all been tested for value in the most stringent proving ground available to me, my life, my reality. And when it comes to ease, when I'm vibrationally aligned and my beliefs are aligned with my desires, I almost never find myself trying to hammer a square peg through a round hole. I'm hardly ever paddling upstream when I'm aligned. In fact, one of the hallmarks of alignment is that I don't have to try really hard to make something happen. Rather, the opportunities bubble up so organically 
that motivation naturally and often joyously follows. When my actions are inspired, they hardly feel like work at all. Manifesting your desires with your mind alone is certainly easy. And that's where I always start, with my mind. But when I am aligned with my desires, following up with action, inspired action, is often pretty darn easy too. And now, my quantum thought. A brief, powerful tool that you can use in your life right now. I've read that regret is the most difficult emotion for humans to process. And among regrets, the most challenging is regret over what you didn't do. This doesn't mean you should race to make decisions or take action without as much pertinent information to guide you as you can gather. But it does mean that allowing opportunities to pass, even when you're going to continue to have opportunities as long as you live, can be quite risky and potentially require some focused effort to clean up and process emotionally. Procrastination is not your friend in this respect. Making decisions and following through is. I'm fortunate you've taken some of your valuable time to be here with me today. I'm fortunate you've given me an opportunity to do two things that I love, share about manifesting and be of value. If I've been successful at those two things, please let someone important to you know about Manifest the Big Stuff. And please Also make sure I can stay in contact with you about manifesting by downloading your free copy of my life-changing foundational book called How Reversing 7 Words Can Change Your Life and a free copy of my emotional reference chart. Both of them available on my website, whyquantumphysicists.com. I'll only ever use your email to share with you about intentional manifesting. Giving your time is a generous gift that I'll keep giving my best effort to deserve. Let's meet up again real soon so you can see if I've been successful at it.